The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 29th of April. In your Squiz today, the latest from the campaign trail, a showdown in central Queensland, 33 demerit points and another big diamond. This is your Squiz today. Starting today on the federal election campaign trail, Claire, yesterday Scott Morrison was in Sydney southwest. He announced a cap on the number of refugees that would be allowed into Australia. That cap is 18,750 with 60% of visas allocated to women. Yeah, that was Scott Morrison's big announcement yesterday. It's part of a pitch in that part of Sydney and no doubt it's a message that he'll roll out in parts of Melbourne and other areas that have those high levels of congestion that what the Coalition wants to do is align the immigration policies with those sort of congestion issues to try and make things a bit easier for people who are doing the daily uh, grunt work to get into their jobs and home again. And for Bill Shorten's part, he announced $4 billion in in childcare subsidies, Claire. It's a big announcement, that one, and there's question marks over how exactly uh, Labor's going to pay for that. But what the announcement um, really contained uh, was a range of additional childcare subsidies, but basically the, the headline is that 300,000 uh, eligible families earning less than about $69,000 a year would pay nothing for formal childcare. And early voting opens today, which means how to vote cards have been printed. Reports are the coalition will unveil a preference deal with Clive Palmer's United Australia Party. Yeah, that's what everyone's waiting on. And of course, we'll also see what the coalition has done with One Nation preferences as well, which has been a bit of a question mark that's been left outstanding. And just quickly on news poll out today, the Australian newspaper shows that the coalition slightly improved its standing 49 to 51 now on two party preferred Labor still in front. So one of the key numbers to this morning is it shows that the coalition's uh, primary votes at about 38%. And If you compare that to what uh, Malcolm Turnbull produced in 2016, which was 42%, you can see exactly how much more improvement it needs to undergo to really be in an election-winning position. And a diary note, tonight Channel 7 is hosting a leaders' debate in Perth. It's on 7.2 from 7pm Eastern Standard Time. There is an anti-Adani protest led by former Greens leader Bob Brown travelling across the country. Over the weekend, it landed in Claremont, which is the nearest town to where the Adani mine will be built. Claire, it's safe to say there was some hostility from locals. Yeah, the welcome mat certainly wasn't rolled out. That convoy of 400 protesters didn't get a warm reception as they entered town. In fact, a lot of the shops have barred those uh, anti-Adani protesters from coming in or visiting the pub or anything like that. And Mm. uh, there were even um, reports this morning of a pretty hostile encounter as well. One man uh, entered an arena where the protesters protesters were listening to some music on a horse and a woman ended up injuring herself when she ran into a gate and had to be airlifted to Mackay Hospital for um, suspected spinal injuries. So it's pretty ugly and it looks like um, that convoy will start making its way to Canberra for a rally next Sunday. For more on Adani, um, we also talk uh, a bit about preferences and explain their significance in the latest uh, episode of Squiz the Election, the podcast. Uh, You can also sign up to the Squiz the Election email. There's a link included in your episode notes. 
Moving away from politics now and on to news out of the US that one person was killed and three others wounded in a shooting at a synagogue north of San Diego over the weekend, Claire. It's the latest example of this really sort of race hate and religious hate crimes. Um, it's been something that's been a feature of, of America um, in recent times and Donald Trump pointed that out yesterday. But what had people particularly concerned is that it was six months to the day that 11 people died in an attack on the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh and the man that they've arrested for this most uh, recent attack really has strongly referenced that Christchurch mosque attack and there's reports that he tried to live stream the attack and uh, they've arrested him. So, yeah, another pretty awful scene. Last week we were awed by a woman on the central coast of New South Wales who racked up 28 demerit points in one hit. This weekend it was topped by a Sydney man, 33 demerit points in one go. This is a title not for not for claiming, Claire. It really isn't and seems only fair given um, the Central Coast mum that was called out in the email last week is followed up by this father from southwest Sydney. He had five unrestrained children in his van. Two um, little girls were sitting in their seats but without the appropriate seat belts. and then police found three more kids under a blanket on the uh, floor of the van. So, yeah, the driver racked up enough points to have his licence suspended nearly three times over. And whilst we're on last week's news, we had a 28.84 carat rare white diamond found last week, a whopper we called it. Well, today we have a topper for the whopper, Claire. (laughs) <laughs> there is. It's a um, 1,758-carat wow. uh, diamond. It's larger than a tennis ball. It weighs about 350 grams, and it's um, the second largest stone ever found um, after the really, really big Cullinan diamond, which was found in 1905 in South Africa. But, but it's not worth much. No, and apparently that's down to the quality of the diamond right. It's certainly not like that Argyle one that was beautiful and clear. Um, this one is is a bit messy and, in fact, they I think they, the technical term is near gem for a good part of it, uh, which is just down to the quality of, of the stone, but they'll know a bit more once they hack into it. I mean, I, but you wouldn't say no, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, given my um, crystal zirconia collection is growing, <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't. And to finish off a round of records, the opening day of Avengers Endgame was well attended, you could say. The movie from the Marvel franchise took an estimated $1.2 billion at the worldwide box office, making it the first movie to take more than $1 billion on debut. Claire, I'm going to have to see these movies. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think um, plenty of people I know really enjoy them. So, yeah, might have to, might have yeah, to do absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. Moving on to the email subject line, uh, what have we got today? We've got today that don't impress me much, Shania Twain. Uh, nice. There's a reference. I knew you'd enjoy that, so it's a good way to start a Monday. Yeah. The reference is Anthony uh, Albanese, the Labor front bencher, really had a spray at Clive Palmer on the weekend calling him a tosser. So, yeah, he had a, a really good um, go about how unimpressed he was about the coalition's potential oh. preference deal with the United Australia Party. And you went to Shania Twain. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course. 
<laughs> of course, naturally. What else would exactly you do? Exactly right. <laughs> and just to finish off, if you read the Squiz Today email each day this week, we have a $100 voucher from Red Balloon to give away. There's also an offer from them for squizzes in the email today. That's in the lead up to Mother's Day, so make sure you check that out. Full week this week, Claire. Anything else to tell people on a Monday? Full week. Good luck. Monday through to Friday, here we come. Yeah, first one for a while. First so one good, for a while. Get on with it. Have a great Monday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.